Good morning, ladies, and welcome to the Miss Teacher Mom podcast, where we seek to encourage and equip moms to raise their kids with eternity in mind by seeking out godly men and women who have more wisdom and experience than us. I am so excited about this week's episode. We're going to talk to Janie Ortland. You've probably heard of her and her husband through Renewal Ministries, but she also has her own podcast. She's written several books, and she is just a wealth of wisdom with a really sweet spirit. Janie has a heart for young moms, and I think you'll be blessed by our conversation. Janie, thank you so much for coming on the podcast with me. Oh, thank you for inviting me, Caitlin. I'm glad to be on with you and with your listeners. Yes, there are so many things I could ask you and subjects we could chat about, but you've been in ministry for over 40 years and you raised four children while being a pastor's wife or in some full-time capacity of ministry. So I really knew I wanted to talk to you about what it means for moms to prioritize the church, even during those young child-rearing years. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, it's really a good thing to talk about, Caitlin, because I think we moms are the key uh, in developing a love for the church in little ones, in our own home. Um, The father is the leader of the home, but I think the mother sets the emotional tone. So if we want our children to grow up to be men and women who love the Lord Jesus with all their hearts, having him be their first priority, and then having his body, the, their brothers and sisters in Christ being their second priority, well, we have to set the example as moms. Yes. As a mom of two young kiddos, I genuinely understand the temptation to withdraw. Moms are exhausted. Kids aren't sleeping through the night. There are just a lot of important things going on. But I'd love it if you could open up our conversation just encouraging moms by sharing why it is important for moms and families to not only belong to a church, but to commit to a local body of believers, even during the hard and exhausting child-rearing years? Hmm. Such a good question. I think it's more important the harder life is to meet with your fellow believers. That's when we need each other most. Um, As a young mom, I used to look forward to one hour Uh, most of the churches we went to when the children were younger had some sort of childcare. One did not. So I was in charge of the children while Ray was up front, but I kind of looked forward to that hour of peace and quiet and worship when I could go into the sanctuary. It was well worth getting those babies up and fed and dressed and into their car seats and either walked or driven to church so that I could have that one hour with the Lord each week. That was one thing. It, it, I think it can restore our souls. The souls of moms are so worn and ragged, mostly through fatigue. And to sit one hour where you don't have to give anything, but to the Lord himself, just praise to him, thoughts to him, prayers to him, and receive his word, That's a gift to a young mother. Um, I don't know about your listeners, but hopefully your listeners are already engaged in a local church before their babies have started coming. And so they want to continue that throughout the birth and early months of their young babies. So they have that support. Uh, Young moms need each other. 
we need to talk together. We need to help each other. We need to cheer each other on. We need to exchange tips on, you know, what works in this difficulty and what doesn't work. We really need to help each other. So I think it's more important than ever not to lose touch. Uh, don't let Satan trip you up and saying, oh, this is your one morning to sleep in. This is the one morning you get to gather with other believers. Yes. I pray that your words are encouraging the moms who might be tempted to take a back seat. A lot of times I do, like you said, I see moms who are engaged in the church and are involved to some capacity. And then when kiddos come, they distance themselves. So it's do not you know why? I think I think a lot of moms are tired. I think with our digital age, they find it just as easy to watch from home or start to, I guess, revolve their schedules around their children's naps and feedings. So when things like ministry or community group or church service interfere with those schedules, it's the services that go. Yeah. Not adjusting schedules or figuring out how to make it all work. Well, it is hard work to make it work. Absolutely. <laughs> it is. Yes. And I say this with compassion. I have sisters in Christ. I know listening in sisters who go to my own church and who go to other churches who I know genuinely love the Lord. And I think we have a lot of moms have this understanding of, well, if I'm still reading the Bible or I'm still praying, like I'm still walking with the Lord. So why is it a big deal if I disconnect from the church for a bit or for a season, which typically ends up being a really long season? Why does that matter if I'm still walking with God on my own? And there's this misunderstanding of how vital it is to not only be walking with the Lord, but to do so through the local church as well. Yes. I, I think the Lord knew that that could be a weakness in the hearts of his young mothers. Mm -hmm. And he speaks to it in his word, uh, both in the Old Testament and the New Testament. I think of um, Psalm 122. I think it's verse one where it says, I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. I think as young mothers, we have the privilege of uh, living out, shall I say, that verse mm -hmm. for our little ones. We might not feel it. We might feel like, oh, this is a lot of work to get everybody ready and out the door to feed my uh, nursing baby an hour early, even though he might not be that hungry right now. So we can make it through that hour at church or um, to pack the diaper bags and to get there. I just, I just want to say that I think it's up to the mom in those early months and years to give her little ones a vision of what it means to be glad to go to the house of the Lord. Mm. Um, as you know, Caitlin, I, I've written a book called Help. I'm married to my pastor, and it's a, a book for pastor wives. But in there, I tell a story that can relate to any wife, any mom who has little ones. When we lived in Scotland, Ray was working in the Church of Scotland while he was earning his doctorate at the University of Aberdeen. And 
he would need to leave early on the Sunday morning, so I would have to get our three, and then when we had our fourth baby, our newborn as well, uh, to church in the morning. And that was kind of hard for me, especially when we didn't have a car, <laughs> and we'd have to walk that mile in. They were six, five, four, and then a newborn. I had to decide, uh, Caitlin, if I was going to stay home or not. It really wasn't an option in our family. I wanted our kids growing up thinking that Sunday was the best day. Mm -hmm. So what I had to do was I had to start planning on Saturday. I would fix a special breakfast. We always had some sort of special cinnamon roll, something that the kids liked for breakfast. So they could wake up Sunday morning thinking, oh, this is a special day. And then there were rewards in my pocket. Back then we called them Smarties. Today they'd be something like Skittles or M&Ms. And those who could walk to the end of the block without a complaint could earn one. And those who could sit through the service, they would be fed sugar <laughs> periodically during the service. And on the way home, I could thank them for allowing me to listen to what daddy preached or Pastor Ian preached and praise them for how they were able to sit still. Children can be trained. They can be trained and they can see because mama was glad when she got to go to the house of the Lord. Oh, I'm kind of getting excited about it. I wonder what we'll have for breakfast. I wonder if I'll be able to earn a, a smarty between here and the next corner. So your kids will catch from you your attitude about church. And if your attitude is poor, bring it before the Lord. He knows how to change our hearts. He knows how to equip us physically so we have enough energy, emotionally so that we have enough emotional reserve to not yell at our kids on Sunday mornings, come on, get into the car, we have to go to church, you know? <laughs> but, yes, I know. <laughs> We get, we get to go meet with other people who love Jesus. Can you believe it? Some people don't get to go to church on Sunday mornings, but we do. Come on, let's see who can be the first one to the car. Or whatever it takes in each individual family, that mother is key. I just want to encourage you, young moms. It is worth it. All four of our children have grown up now. They all have children of their own. They love the Lord. They're bringing their children to church. They're raising the next generation to love Jesus. It's really worth it. Community is worth it. You can teach your child, well, mommy's going to uh, watch church here online today because I have a fever. Okay, come watch with me. It won't be quite the same. won't be quite the same as singing with others and visiting with them, but we'll still get to hear. And, you know, that can work for a while, but I do not recommend it long-term. Mm. Thank you so much. Yes, I, I think you're painting a beautiful picture of the incredible vision that we can have for our children in regards to painting, just a glorious picture of what it means to belong to the church. That's you know, think, think with me, Caitlin, for just a minute. What a glorious thing a Sunday morning is. I mean, think, 
think if you were driving down a really long road and uh, you saw a sign, the next rest stop, and underneath it, it said, nowhere. <laughs> There's not one. Mm. You know, God has put his own rest stop, his own road sign for a rest stop on our highway to heaven. It, it's called Next Rest Stop Sunday. That's our rest stop. I mean, think, if someone were to tell you you had a way to glorify and enjoy God, to step out of your overcommitted pace of life, to slow down enough to catch your breath and refresh your soul and revive some relationships with family and friends and think about eternal things for an hour, an hour and a half. I, I mean, to me, who would not want to enter into that? It's glorious. Mm. It is glorious. It is so glorious. Thank you so much, Janie, for the things that you're sharing. I'd love to just touch upon the fact that when we bring our children, we are also blessing the church as well. Yes. Oh, that's so true, especially for me now as a grandmother with all of my grandchildren living either overseas or hundreds of miles away. I love to see the children and some of them will come up and give me a hug and we get to ooh and ah over new babies and um, those who are coming to faith, they can come up and tell me, oh, Miss Janny, I, I asked Jesus into my heart this week. Wonderful stories of faith where they can be encouraged. Mm. There are a thousand benefits to belonging to a local church body. Can you explain how children specifically benefit from their parents prioritizing church life? Oh, oh, there are so many benefits. Okay, the first one, I think, and the primary one is children benefit because they see their parents aren't crazy. Yes, <laughs> yes. They aren't the only ones that believe this. Our children need to know there are more people out there than mommy and daddy who love Jesus. Mm -hmm. Oh, Miss Brown, who teaches me Sunday school, believes this. Oh, and that other family that we're going to go spend the 4th of July with, they love Jesus. They believe this. It becomes a community rather than just one family. That's so important. So if parents can prioritize church, the kids will begin to see that Jesus is a priority not only in their parents' lives, but in the lives of others, really, really wonderful people. And as they grow, those other people will invest in those little ones. And there'll be a family raising those little children, a family of believers, brothers and sisters in Christ, not just one mom and one dad. Oh, I needed so much help with my kids. Ray did too. As we look back, if you were to talk to any one of our four children, they would be able to point to different believers at different times in their lives who rescued them, who mm -hmm. prayed for them, who uh, helped them in ways that mom and dad could not. Mom and dad are so close, and sometimes they seem so corny that a kid can't come to them, but they can go to someone else in the church. That's why we need each other. That's why 
parents really will bless their children if they welcome a whole life experience within the church and not withdraw when their kids are little thinking, oh, when they're old enough or oh, when they start school, then we'll enter in. By then, your kids will take more of an adjustment to enter in. Start bringing them as soon as you're able to. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, I'd love to ask if you have any other practical tips for moms of young kids who are compelled by your plea, but are overwhelmed by the prospects of caring for their families and investing in the church family. Yes. Yes. Let me start with Sunday mornings because that's where my heart uh, Mm. feels the, the Bible points us most. There are a couple things that come to mind. One is I had to start on Saturday. It's interesting. If you do a a study of the fourth commandment, uh, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Maybe we could, if we have time, we'll come back to that. But just for now, that word, remember the Sabbath day. For me to remember the Sabbath day meant I needed to start Saturday. So otherwise, you know, with four little ones to get ready for my on my own and get out the door. And usually I was teaching Sunday school or participating somehow in ministry on a Sunday morning. I needed to be ready beforehand. So we would get our clothes out Saturday night. We'd make sure everybody had their shoes and socks out and what they were going to wear and the zippers worked and the buttons were on and all of that. And then um, when the children were old enough, they would help me set the table for Sunday morning because, as I already said, we always have our most favorite breakfast on Sunday morning. It was usually cinnamon rolls just because that's what our kids loved. Mm. Um, So remember it. Prepare for it. And also on Saturday, I would talk about it a lot. Oh, guess what day it is tomorrow. We get to go to church together. All of us get to be together with Daddy. Oh, I can't wait. And kind of, in a sense, breathe that excitement over the children. They will catch it. Mm. They will say, oh, mom really likes us. I wonder what's so special about it. And they'll start getting excited about it. I really want to encourage your listeners to think carefully about their Sabbaths, about their Sundays, and what they are living before their children. It's their responsibility to teach the coming generation how life should be lived. Now, we don't let, could I add really quickly, if I have time, I don't want to add oppression to my family. I don't want to set up such strict guidelines that my kids would come to Sunday with little anticipation and maybe even resentment. Mm. Jesus told us in Mark chapter 2 that the Lord is Lord of the Sabbath. It's his day. Whose day is it? It's Jesus's day, but whose benefit? It's, It's my benefit. I'm not a slave anymore. I belong to the king of the universe. It's God's good gift to me. Um, you know, a slave never had a day off. Think when God gave the Ten Commandments, the children of Israel just come out of slavery. Slaves never had a day off. Now they get 
seven and a half weeks a year. So I want to enjoy from my kind master in heaven. I want to enjoy that day. And I want to teach my kids how to enjoy it. So that, I guess what I'm trying to say is, I'd love my children and grandchildren to see the delight of a Sabbath rest and to sense that in my heart, and I hope someday in their heart, it's a get to, not a have to, if if you know what I mean by that. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much. As we close, I'd love to ask if you have any words or of wisdom or encouragement that you'd like to share with moms who are seeking to raise their kids with eternity in mind. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> There's nothing you can do that's more important. Not a thing. It doesn't matter if they have the most nutritious food to eat if their souls are starving. It doesn't matter if they're learning good manners, if they don't know how to love the Lord Jesus and understand his love for them. The most important thing that your kids can ever know is that there is a God in heaven who thought them up before even their mommy and daddy were ever born and planned their life, and planned for them to come into the world through this family. And that God loves them, loves them so much that he sent his very own son, Jesus, so that they could know him. And so I I just want to encourage moms that the most important thing you can do is give your kids Jesus. And one of the best ways you can do that if you're wanting your kids to keep eternity in mind is to surround them with their eternal family and help them to see that these are the people you're going to spend eternity with. Let's get to know them now. Thank you so much that you have just melted my heart. I am so encouraged by what you're sharing and I was not raised in a Christian home. And I've been so encouraged to see people in my church who have really loved on my children. And what you're sharing just makes me want to be even more intentional about grafting ourselves into some of these families who are older than us so that they can continue to pour into our children. Because I think you're really uh, painting such a beautiful picture of the gift that the local church is to our children. So thank you so much. Oh, it's my privilege. Thank you for having me. God bless you and your listeners. Thank you, Janie. Isn't Janie such a sweetheart? I hope that you've been encouraged to make Sundays the best day of the week for you and your family. If the Miss Teacher Mom podcast has been helpful to you, would you mind sharing it with some of your friends? I hope you have an incredible week as you seek to raise your kids with eternity in mind.